Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. You are listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so glad that you're here as always. And this is an important episode this week, especially if you're a parent with a child with ADHD. Now, if you are, you're not in a small number. There's more than 6 million children in the United States that have been diagnosed with ADHD, and more than 60% of those children are relying on medication for treatment. Now, that is what happened to my guest today. Her name is Dana Kay. She's an author and certified holistic health and nutrition practitioner. Her son was diagnosed with ADHD, and when she had him on medication, it only exacerbated his symptoms. And so she found another way to heal him. And that is what she's bringing to the show today. She's sharing her own personal journey of what she did to help her son and mitigate his symptoms of ADHD as well as strategies that all parents can use. So my hope for this episode is that it empowers you as a parent. If you are feeling like you are backed into a corner, you don't know what to do, you're following all the doctor's orders and nothing is getting better for you and your child, there is another way and you are not alone. And people like Dana Kay are out in the world helping parents navigate this and help their children naturally through food and through other strategies that she's developed that have worked for her child. Her child is no longer on medication and he's thriving in school. So I'm so excited to share her work with you. And of course, share it out if it's helpful to you and uh, spread the word because I think our children deserve the best from us. And the more we know, the more we can help them. And so that's what we're doing here today. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing out. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Please enjoy this episode with author Dana Kay. Well, hello, Dana. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for having me, Liz. I'm excited to be here too. Absolutely. Now, um, we're here to talk about your new book, Thriving with ADHD. But before we get into all of that, can you take us through the specific or key events in your life that led you to the work that you're doing now? 
Definitely. Uh, Believe it or not, I actually used to be completely removed from the health and wellness space and I was actually in accounting. Please don't tell anyone. (laughs) Um, And I I actually had planned to continue in that field and I really might have done so if if my concerns over my son's health hadn't grown as much as they did. Uh, His meltdowns uh, were really, really intense and I always knew from even the age of two. I always suspected that there was something different about him. And I would ask his teachers and they would say, oh no, he's just a boy. Uh, But he seemed to have so much energy, so much more than every other child his age. And, And my gut told me that there was something going on, that something was missing. And eventually, I think about the age of four, uh, his tantrums became so severe and his teachers started noticing the differences as well. And that's when he was diagnosed with ADHD. And immediately the doctor handed me a prescription medication uh, for ADHD to basically help his ADHD. And honestly, when I left that doctor's office that day, I remember feeling relieved, Mm. uh, relieved with the diagnosis, uh, thinking, okay, it all wasn't in my head. I'm not a bad mum. And the medication, I was thinking that that medication was going to finally give us the help that we needed. And uh, at first it was great. And, you know, just that relief. I remember before we received that medication, uh, I used to wake up every morning dreading the day ahead mm. and the the pain that my family was suffering. Uh, you know, I don't say this very often, but my, uh, you know, I was, I was afraid for my marriage. I was afraid, you know, where our lives would end up if, if this continued. And so when I finally had a little bit of relief with that medication, it was sort of like, I could breathe again, um, but that didn't last very long, unfortunately, and, and the dosage increased and then side effects started to come and then they become worse and worse. And so his doctor prescribed him another medication to counteract the side effects of the first. Uh, so he was on two at that time and this continued until uh, he was again on another medication. So he was on three very strong meds and when the doctor suggested a fourth, to counteract uh, some of the new side effects that had popped up, uh, I just couldn't do it anymore. And that's when my career path completely changed. And I went back to school, I did my holistic health degree and multiple specific certifications in this particular area. And I learned how food and other natural approaches can affect so many aspects of our lives. And I began to learn that ADHD symptoms can be reduced naturally. Now, today my son is thriving. Um, He hasn't been on meds for years. He's in middle school and he's a straight A student. Last semester he got a B and he was very, he was very upset about that. Um, But I think the most important thing out of all of this is he's happy and Mm. my family is happy and we now have peace and calm in our house. And, you know, I don't wake up in the morning dreading what mood he was going to be in. I don't feel guilty about my other son. And, you know, once I learned about the importance of food on behavior, and once I saw uh, the changes food and natural strategies had on my own family, I just really, really couldn't keep this information to myself. Uh, I didn't, I didn't want anyone else to have to go through the struggles my family went through. Um, And over the years, I've been lucky enough to have worked with close to a thousand other families to help them get to the same place as me just so much quicker. 
I love that. I love that. Like, you know, they say the best healers are the ones that heal themselves and then go out there and, and show the world what they've learned because it does feel so good to have solved a problem on your own. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I think it too, I think it takes a lot of courage to make that decision because we are trained in this society to follow the doctor's orders to the T and do what they say and to not question but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, we're still mothers and that that instinct, I think, supersedes everything else. And clearly it worked out for you. So to kind of break it down, like what was it in your, was it in your training or was it through the research that you, you were doing alongside your training? What was it that started to give you those aha moments where you're like, okay, this is something that I can actually tackle? Yeah, look, I, I think that once I get my my mind stuck on something, I don't give up. And I uh, it, I don't think it really was my training that gave it to me. Uh, it was the hours and hours and hours of research mm-hmm. and studies that I read and um, articles that I read and reading other people's stories that really it all just started to come together. And then I actually started to seek out specific certifications that would give me that credibility and that extra knowledge to be able to go out there and help families. Um, you know, there is doctors don't tell you about food. I, uh, I even went to my pediatrician and said, oh, I, I'm going to change my son's diet. And, you know, I'd love to be able to do a, a gut test, a stool test, uh, some food sensitivity testing. And he looked me in the eyes and he said to me, don't bother. None of that works. Wow. And let's just say that I don't have the same pediatrician anymore. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think that doctors are, are trained one way mm-hmm. and um, a lot of them, you know, unfortunately don't have the nutrition training um, uh, that um, I think is needed. I, I think most degrees are required to do one hour of nutrition training and so they just don't have the knowledge and that's fine. You know, I'm not totally against medication. There's a time and place for it but, you know, to be given that as the first course of action is not okay in my posi- in in my opinion. It's it's definitely not okay, and definitely not okay to a four year old. Right, exactly, exactly. These super sensitive bodies. This episode is sponsored by Lunia. Lunia's mission is to elevate rest. Ever since it was founded in 2014 by Los Angeles native Ashley Merrill. Now, if that name rings a bell, there's a good reason because she has been on the show not once, but twice. The most recent episode, episode 245. Now, we talk all about motherhood and managing stress and running a business, but we also talk about her beautiful brand. Known for pioneering washable silk, they have since expanded into other signature fabrics like organic, Pima, and cozy cotton silk. Everything Lunia makes is designed to tangibly improve rest with products as functional as they are beautiful. Lunia maintains a painstaking attention to detail, quality, and construction because they see their pieces as the anti-old t-shirt. They are the uniform for those who share their belief that resting is the most important time of the day. So if you would like to get some Lunia apparel of your own, please use my code UNSTRESS20 to save at lunia.co. That's L-U-N-Y-A dot C-O. I think at the core of, of the reason why they only get an hour of nutrition training is money. You know, it's it's all of these pharmaceutical companies back from Rockefeller who are funding all of the medical schools and what they're actually trained in so they can then sell pharmaceuticals to people or prescribe, I'm sorry. 
Um, but at the end of the day, like it's not serving the patient that I think has been lost in, in the years. Um, and I so- completely agree with everything you're saying there. Uh, I just, I think that unfortunately the medical industry is probably a little bit broken and, the fact that there's no public health system um, that is driving the medical industry, it's the insurance companies and the pharmaceutical companies trying to make that money. Uh, I'm, I am, I do live in America. I live in, in Seattle and uh, obviously I'm not from here, as you can tell by my accent, but um, in Australia there is that public health system and so the government actually doesn't want to be um, forking out all of this medication and mm. because that costs them money and so so when you've got a privatized health uh, um, industry, it's about making money. Yeah. It's not about reducing costs. Absolutely. It's game on. Oh, I love that we're having this conversation. I think that more and more people are waking up to that reality. Um, mm. But again, I think it still takes conversations like this, a nudge towards the truth to, to wake people up and to have parents be more open to looking into nutrition for their kids. Do you find that the families that you work with, were, was there any kind of opposition when you were bringing up these themes or were people hungry for a different way, a way away from pharmacology? Yeah, look, you get, you get a bit of a mixed bag and um, you get some families, they're like, Absolutely not. Like I'm not changing the diet. I was actually just looking at a message I got from someone on Facebook and I said, are you open to changing um, your child's diet? Are you, are you willing to go on a low inflammatory diet? And they said, no, we're not ready for that yet. And, and, and I said, so uh, what's your goal? What are you trying to achieve? And they're like, we just need to get out of this pain and suffering. And so I said, changing the diet is such a small thing that could end up you getting out of this pain and suffering. And I think, look, for me, uh, um, you know, I've run into many non-believers over the time and, uh, you know, I will tell you my husband used to be one of them and I always throw him under the bus. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, for me it was the science that first made me rethink the direction uh, that we were travelling with my son and um, there, are, there are many studies out there that um, – um, convinced me that natural methods were definitely worth a shot. Uh, there was a study done in 2015 that concluded that 64% of children diagnosed with ADHD were actually experiencing a hypersensitivity to food. Wow. 64%. Hmm. I wonder what might happen if these children changed their diets uh, and removed the foods that they were sensitive to. Is it possible that these ADHD symptoms would reduce or disappear or even become more manageable. And, you know, I believe it is. And unfortunately, uh, the women are actually more, um, more for the idea of changing the diet. They're the ones there. A lot of the time, they're the ones they're experiencing the pain most right. of the time. And they're the ones that are actually a lot of the time preparing the food, uh, more so than, than the husbands. And we come, we come, um, we come up with a lot of challenges with the husbands and we just have to sort of show them the evidence, show them the studies. I could, I could list out all the studies. Um, but it was, it was that science that, that, um, made me go down this path. And so that is one of the big things that we, we, we talk about in, in our approach and when we're speaking to families. 
Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the book. What can readers expect to learn when they dive into your book? What are they going to get out of this and help their families with? Yeah, look, um, it's really exciting. Um, it, it, it launched about probably about a month ago now, and it's called Thriving with ADHD. And it is a guide to naturally reducing ADHD symptoms in your child. And years ago, I wanted a book on ADHD that would clearly spell out exactly what I needed to do to support my son with ADHD naturally, but I could never find it. <laughs> so I had to go and study and find out all this information and it took me years. And I was, I was constantly Googling for something, um, anything that might actually help us get some relief from his, his challenging behaviors. And I, I struck out over and over again. And uh, there was a novelist, uh, Tony Morrison. If you find a book you really want to read, but it hasn't been written yet then you must write it and mm. so that's what I did <laughs> um, and I still I still can hardly believe it to be honest um, and it is an international bestseller it was actually wow. um, in 10 different categories as international bestseller including children's health and so um, it's super exciting now it's it's different from other books out there because I'm not only a practitioner but I'm also a mum who totally gets the actual feeling of what it's like to have a child with ADHD. And so, you know, in, in chapter one, we really explore the, the backbone of natural ADHD symptom reduction, why it works, what the science tells us, um, and the real life experience has taught me. And, you know, for me, it's all about the why, why this is important, because when you know the why, you're more likely to follow yeah. through. Uh, in, in chapters two and three, uh, we teach what foods to eat for ADHD as well as what foods to avoid. And again, why? <laughs> um, in chapters four and five, uh, I clear up any sort of confusion that um, people might have about superfoods, genetically modified organisms, organic produce. So go into that, those sort of more details there. In chapter six, I provide a step-by-step -step guide to meal planning um, because it is crucial to meal plan, um, remove all the stress and all the confusion. Uh, and you know, to be honest between you and me, I hated cooking. Uh, mm -hmm. and when I, when I told my family that I was going on this journey, um, with my son, they all sort of like, you know, chuckled behind the scenes because I was the person that would pick up that roast chicken from, the supermarket and bring it to a family dinner while everyone else <laughs> <laughs> prepared all these luxurious dishes. Uh, and so I still don't love it. I still don't love cooking, but, uh, you know, I've worked out ways to overcome that. And I share that in the book as well. Uh, I also go into, uh, the traps that people can get into that mm. caregivers often fallen into. So, you know, Caregivers think that children are completely gluten-free only to realize shortly after that there are hidden sources of gluten lurking in the pantry um, and keeping them from seeing the progress they want. Uh, we, we also go into talking about supplements. And the biggest thing is I find and what my team and me are really experiencing is overcoming obstacles. There will be obstacles. Um, and so in chapter nine and 10, we definitely explore some of the most common obstacles that parents of, of children with ADHD run into uh, when they begin changing the diet, things like picky eating, financial barriers, uh, difficult family members <laughs> or mm -hmm. friends, uh, and a whole host of other obstacles as well. And then in, in chapters 11 and 12, uh, we look into 
what we do when parents make all of these changes and their child's still struggling. Uh, it would be nice if we could do just one thing and it was guaranteed to work, um, you know, just change the food you eat and your child will no longer struggle. You know, I wish I could make that problem, but, you know, unfortunately every child is unique. Every family circumstances is different and unique. And so uh, for some children, changing the food is not enough. I'd say for about 50% of the families I work with, changing the diet is enough, which is amazing. Uh, But for others, there's that, you know, deeper underlying stresses that are going on in the body, uh, things like the gut-brain connection, um, uh, neurotransmitters, mold exposure, lots of different things. And so I explore that in the book as well. Uh, And then uh, we also uh, provide lots of free resources all throughout the books, Um, you know, printables, downloads, access to other training videos, um, colouring pages for the kids and so uh, you know yeah chock full of information to really help get people started on the journey well I can see why this book is an international bestseller if only being out a month I mean that's incredible because I think like you said there hasn't been a book like this out there there's all these pieces of information that parents can grasp and try and find and then you can get frustrated and then you're done like it, and you just kind of go back to your old ways i am curious though what are some of those sneaky gluten sources that parents aren't thinking about because i know so many parents whose children have celiac or gluten sensitivity mm-hmm. it's i mean it's like every other day i hear it from friends and family so what are some things that they didn't expect that are causing issues yeah look i mean gluten is in absolutely everything it's in medication uh, and it's interesting because, you know, we have a lot of families that we work with that start out um, on medication before, you know, starting with the program and, um, you know, they're going along, they're going along, they've taken all out the gluten out of their diet um, and they're just not getting the results. And I said, uh, we, we actually share all the different places to look at and they realize that it's in the medication that their child's mm-hmm. taking. And in order to for this to work in order, you know, the real focus, it's not just about taking out foods. The real focus is reducing inflammation in the body. And Mm. in order for that to happen and in order for the healing process to occur, gluten needs to be out 100%. And so we need to get to all those little areas where it could be hiding. Uh, Things like spices is another one. Um, People might be uh, uh, thinking that they're gluten-free and then they turn their spice jars around and they see that there's wheat or there's gluten um, in it. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. I had no idea. So then is ADHD just an overall body and brain phase of inflammation? I mean, is it, is it, it, when you break it down, I know it's more complex than that, but is that really what's happening? Yeah, look, um, uh, that is an interesting question. And uh, whoever you ask will have a different answer to that. In my opinion, um, actually, I'm going to take a step back. So there's been uh, 6 million children diagnosed with ADHD in the USA. And um, that's a lot. And uh, when I work with families, so as I said, I've worked with close to a thousand families, 50% of those families, we change the diet and their symptoms disappear. What that tells me is that 50% of the kids diagnosed with ADHD most likely are suffering from food inflammation. I would say that number is even higher. Um, And so 
I'm of the opinion that symptoms are a warning sign from the body that something else is wrong. And so when that child is having a meltdown or bouncing off the walls, that's their body telling their mum or dad, there's something wrong with me. Please get me checked out. It's not Mm. normal for a child to melt down and scream for two hours. That's inflammation. So in my opinion, I think it is a combination. Some kids have truly have true ADHD, okay, but it's much, much less um, uh, percentage than, than it's much, much less than 6 million. Uh, it's estimated that 54% of American children have been diagnosed with a chronic illness in 2018, and that figure was only 15% a few years before that. And so you look at the increase. to 54%. And so one in two have anxiety, asthma, type 1, type 2 diabetes, uh, epilepsy, cystic fibrosis, uh, heart problems, learning disabilities, hyperactivities. One in five have allergies. One in six have developmental delays. And one in 68, I think that's just recently changed, have autism. Uh Um, And so... uh, the rise is huge, okay? And the for me, the answer is simple. It all begins in the gut. And this episode of Motherhood Unstressed is sponsored by Sandical. Fall is here, and you know what that means. Cooler weather, layers, and of course, the kids are back in school. Now, with that comes the threat of illnesses. It's what we've all known since we've had them in daycare, right? Um, But Samacol offers a great way to support their immune systems. They have key vitamins like A, C, and E, and also a natural source of powerful antioxidants. So you're boosting that immune system and you're helping keep them healthy, even though they're back in the day-to-day, especially as the temperatures get cooler and sicknesses start to increase. Um, But Samacol is great because they have a lot of different products to help you get that black elderberry in your system. Uh, They have syrups, gummies, chewable tablets drink powders, capsules, and more. Our family loves the gummies, I have to say. I love them. They're sweet and tart, and I feel like it's a little treat in the middle of the day whenever I pop them in. And my kids do too. So it's easy to get them that immune-boosting support that they need for the school year and beyond. Now, if you're tuning into this, you know I'm going to get you a good deal. You can get 15% off your next order of $9.99 or more at samicolusa.com and use my promo code MOTHERHOOD15 at checkout. That's 15% off your order of $9.99 or more at samicolusa.com using the code MOTHERHOOD15. And so 80% of the body's entire immune system is in the gut wall along with billions of nerve cells and extensive amount of uh, beneficial gut bacteria. And so all of our children's health is quite literally connected to everything that occurs in the gut. And, you know, I've got, I've got countless families that come to me for guidance with, with their kids' ADHD symptoms. You know, when I ask about family history of sickness, uh, a lot of the time we get oh, everyone's fit and healthy. But then when I sort of dive deeper and I ask whether there's been any constipation or diarrhea, they say, oh yeah, like, you know, goes to the toilet maybe two or three times a week. And they're actually surprised to learn that it's not healthy and it's not normal. It's very common, but it's definitely not normal, but it's a byproduct of an unhealthy gut. So, you know, even if there's not gut symptoms, I could give you stories of families that have come to me um, with no gut symptoms. We've done a stool test and we found that this kid has got like four parasites Mm -hmm. and 
yeast overgrowth and all of these things. And we change their diet, reduce inflammation, give some targeted supplementation to really target those parasites and things going on in the gut and their symptoms melt away. But that kid never had any gut symptoms. Wow. So, uh, you know, in my opinion, I think it is all driven by inflammation. Uh, whether that, where that inflammation is coming from is what we need to do and investigate. We need to find out where it's coming from. It can come from multiple aspects, but, um, you know, I think that majority of kids are suffering from inflammation. You look at that increase of the rise of illnesses, there's something going on and we need to, we need to, we need to fix it. Yeah. I wonder if it's safe to assume that if you're living in America, you are under a barrage of inflammation through the food of parasites. We think of parasites as like a third world country issue, but I have come to learn in the past six months that it definitely is not. And this is just mm -hmm. newly on my radar. Um, so yeah, I think I think this is a, a huge wake up call for the parents, not even just for their children, but for themselves to to wake up and start really looking at what you're consuming. So, you know, to the woman tuning in who's like, ah, this is a lot. I didn't really expect all of this. What can she do starting today to start to peel back? Even like you said, if there's no, there's no outward symptoms for herself mm -hmm. or for her kids of anything going on, what can she still do to create the best health for her family? Yeah, look, um, and I think that I think that um it's not just about food. There are other things that our bodies are, you know, t barraged with in, in today's society. There's a lot of toxins out there. And I think the best thing that a family can do is really just start educating themselves. And, you know, there's so many things that we're faced with. I always tell families Rome wasn't built in a day uh, and transforming your family uh, to optimum health or whatever it may be won't be complete in a day either, you know, and so it's okay to take things slowly. So uh, educate yourself. Uh, one of the best uh, sites that I love and I share with families is ewg.org and that's called the Environmental Working Group and it actually looks at all the different toxins that we get exposed to. Uh, it tells you which foods um, are, have the most pesticides on them. They've got the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. So start there. You know, if you're not dealing with challenges like ADHD and you really just want optimum health, go onto the ewg.org website, have a look what foods you should be buying organic and which foods you shouldn't be buying organic start there. Then they've also got a section that looks at their, at the personal care products, start changing those out for cleaner alternatives. They also have a section on cleaning products for the house, start changing out your cleaning products and just do it one by one. When a product finishes, buy a better alternative. Yeah. Obviously when you've got kids with challenges or other issues, that's when we need to get a bit more deeper. I'd say go and buy my book <laughs> and start reading. And then if they need help, then reach out. But it is okay to take it slowly. You are not going to transform your family or your house overnight. If it's one change a week or one change every two weeks, then, you know, families need to give themselves permission to take things slow. Uh, this is, it's not a diet. It's not a, you know, yeah. some phase. Um, it's a permanent lifestyle change. And, you know, when it becomes part of your lifestyle, it becomes second nature. And then changes really don't seem hard or overwhelming. 
Yeah. And I think too, when you're seeing such positive change in your child who's been suffering and you've been suffering right along with them, it's that extra motivation to keep going because you, you, the proof is in the pudding right there. I mean, you're seeing it, you're living it. Totally. And having a child with challenges is exhausting. Uh, it's emotional drain, emotionally draining, uh, I used to wake up, um, I used to tell my husband that I really didn't like my son and mm-hmm. I loved him, but I didn't like him. And I, I thought to myself, what kind of mum says that out loud? And, you know, every day I get to see families just stepping off that roller coaster. And it is a roller coaster, uh, but it's possible. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to wake up dreading the day ahead. You don't have to just be in that fight or flight response. There are solutions out there. And so, uh, you know, educate yourself and take it easy on yourself. But there is hope. I love that. We could end that right there, but I always want to give the guest a little, an extra moment in the interview to leave a final message with the woman listening to this. If there were anything that you would want to impart from your life, from the book, from this conversation, whatever you want, what do you want her to walk away with? Definitely what I just said, yeah. um, that there there definitely is hope out there. You don't need to suffer and you can reduce ADHD symptoms and not just ADHD symptoms, so many other symptoms naturally. You don't have to be reliant on medication, but it's not your fault. It's not your fault that you didn't know this. It's not your fault that your child eats a certain way. Uh, the information out there in today's society is limited and um, it takes people to step outside of that, of what we know, uh, and really try to get that message out there. And that's what I'm trying to do. And so it's not your fault if you uh, think to yourself that you don't like your child. And I just, I'm so grateful for your dogged determination to find a better way Um, for standing by your instincts, because that alone is changing, obviously, thousands of people. And then everyone who gets your book, it's creating this positive ripple effect in the world. And I just, I love that. And that's why I'm so glad that you had, you know, took the time for the show. So where can our listener find out more about you and get the book? Yeah, definitely. So uh, um, if you want to find more about me, uh, my website is ADHDthriveinstitute.com. The book, you can find more information about that on ADHDthriveinstitute.com forward slash book. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and other social platforms at ADHD Thrive Institute. Pretty easy. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful, Dana. Thank you so much for the book, your work, and for taking the time to speak with my audience today. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have been listening to the Motherhood to Unstress podcast. Please remember to review and subscribe to this podcast.